This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. This week we have the schus of learning Pashas Mech. Of course, you have the Mabel. And at the end of the Mabel, in Perik Tess, Pashachof, we learn of Noach coming off the Teva. The Yochel Noach, and Noach debased himself. He lowered himself. We'll see you soon. Isha Adama, a man of the ground, Vayita Karam, and he planted a vineyard. What happened to Nayach? He became, he was an Ish Sadik, and now he's an Ish Adama. Because Vayachal Nayach, he debased himself. How did he debase himself? So Rashi says, Vayachal Asa Atzmei Chulen. He made himself Chulen, like desecrated, debased. Why? He planted a vineyard, and he should have planted something else. But why should he have planted something else? After all, Rashi tells us elsewhere that Neach kept the whole terror. If Neach kept the terror, Neach needed wine for, for Kiddush, needed wine for Avdala, he needed wine for Kabanais, for, um, the Nisachem, you bring, uh, libations, you bring wine together with the Kabanais. So of course he planted, he planted a vineyard. What did he do wrong? So, some of us learned that the word Vayachel is from the word Vayichal, Haschala to begin, and Noach was the first person to plant a vineyard. Other people planted a grapevine. You wanted grapes, you wanted wine, you planted a grapevine, two grapevines. But to plant a whole vineyard, that means that your whole focus is on the wine. What is such a big one? If you wanted grapes, wine, plant a grapevine or two, then plant the wheat, then plant some apples, then plant some oranges, and then you can go back and, and plant more of each thing. And that's why it says he became from an Ishad Ishadama. He became someone attached to the ground. He was concerned about his wine. He wanted the wine. Rehenach Leibowitz, Zatzal, the Roshiva of Yeshiva's Chavetz Chaim. Rehenach was a very close Talmud of, of the Chavetz Chaim. And when he started a Yeshiva, he called it after, after his Rebbe, the Chavetz Chaim. His Sefer Chudushi Alev, which is uh, on Chumash, he asked the same question. Well, what did, what did Nayaf do wrong? And he marshals a Sapurna. Tremendous, tremendous support. He says as follows. I'll read it to you. Hischil bepayal bilti na'is. Neach started off with something. Bilti na'is. What does bilti na'is mean? It's missing niceness. It wasn't nice. In other words, not everything that we do is either a mitzvah or an avera. There's a gray area in the middle. Not a mitzvah, it's not an avera. But it could be that's not nice. And that's what the supporter says. Neach started hischil bepayal built in noise with things that are not nice. Because of that, things that shouldn't have happened, happened because of that. As we know, he ended up getting drunk, and his uh, son made fun of him, he had to curse his son. A little mess up in the beginning can cause terrible problems later on. As he says, all, all sorts of wisdom, you see that. For example, you want to build a house, you want to build a building. If your foundation is off by a drop, what's going to look like by the third floor, the fifth floor, right, or the 90th floor, the, the building's going to be lopsided. Or you're, you want to shoot a target. You have uh, your arrow and you want to shoot a target 2,000 feet away. You're off by a half a centimeter. When it hits the bullseye, it's not going to hit a half a centimeter off. It could be 10, 15, 20 feet off. Because the further away you go, 
if it's crooked in the beginning, it ends up being crooked. And you write the same with all coffers, with math. If a person learns 2 plus 2 is 5, well, uh, 2 plus 2 is 5, then later on he's going to learn division. He can learn the division correctly. His answers will be wrong. He can learn algebra correctly. The answers will be wrong. Same with geometry. Trig. Everything he learns, he can learn it correctly. But if 2 plus 2 is 5, then it's all going to be messed up. And says, it's based on this Sephora. That's what happened here with Leach. Of course, Leach didn't do anything wrong. But planting a vineyard, a whole bunch of grapevines, a vineyard, because of the wine, that was built in ice. That was missing niceness. It wasn't nice. It wasn't the right thing to do. And we see from here, there's the importance of always making sure that everything we do is nice. Shouldn't be built in ice, missing niceness. Interesting, the Magyar Mishnah, in as well as in the Ramban, in Dvarim, he writes in the Pasuk as follows. It says in the Pasuk, You should do what is straight, what is right, and what is good in the eyes of Hashem. So Ramban asks, what, what does that mean? Hashem gave me all the mitzvahs, do all the mitzvahs. What if tell me afterwards, after you give me all the mitzvahs, and do what's yashar v'atayv, do what's, what's right and what's good. So he brings from Rashi that talks about a person should compromise. Don't always stand that I'm right and never has to be my way. Sometimes even if you're right, you give in, you compromise. That's what he writes, that's what he writes. But then he brings another shot. A little more, he brings from, from Chazal. It's impossible for the terror to go and to bring down every single situation how I have to behave, how I have to act. And therefore, it can't be each one, how you have to act in business, how to act with people in your, in your countries. However, after the terror told us many, many halachas, for example, don't speak Lash Nahara. Don't take revenge. Don't hold a grudge. Don't watch someone else get hurt and not help. Don't curse a deaf person. If they save a talk and get up an older person. And all those. Then the Torah says, go and do everything that is right. In other words, the Torah can't go and tell us every single situation that a person is in. How you're acting with your brother, how you're acting with your sister, with your friend, in the store, in business, in the taxi, while you're riding your bike. What you have to do is after you learn the Torah, you have to inculcate ourselves, you have to put into ourselves and understand how the Torah wants us to act. Even when it doesn't say it straight out, how we're supposed to act. If you let uh, your friend go and, I don't know, maybe let him go in before you, <clears throat> maybe share your snack if he doesn't have, it's not in the if you don't. Built-in nice. Don't do things that are missing niceness. We have to go and always be nice. Rosh Zaman Arbach itself had a yeshiva in Eretz called Kaltera. And his, his son-in-law, Rosh Zaman Nechemi Goldberg, he had a son in the yeshiva as well. So Rosh Zaman's grandson in the yeshiva named Aaron David Goldberg. And one time it was Bein Manam, and Rosh Zaman Arbach was sitting by his table, he was learning, and he sees through the window one of his Talmidim coming towards the apartment. So Shlom Zalman waves him in, he should come in. So the person comes inside, Shlom Zalman starts to speak to him, says, how's your Ben going, how's everything? And after speaking to the Roshiva for a minute or two, 
he's a little embarrassed. He said, Roshiva, I, I, I didn't come here to speak and learning. I came here to meet up with the, my friend, the Rosh Hashiva's grandson, Aaron David Goldberg. Now at that time, Roshiva and his children and grandchildren were living in the same apartment. So he said, oh, okay. I guess I asked his mother where he is. His mother, she's in the kitchen. At that point, the mother heard the conversation. conversation. So she came out of the kitchen. This boy, this bachelor, turns to the mother and says, I was supposed to meet Aaron David in the shul, but he's late. I don't know if he's coming or not. Now, I'm not nervous because he's always late. But I was wondering if he's going to end up coming. So the mother said, oh, let me go check. And she goes out to another room to check where her son is. While the mother left, Roshleim Zalman turns to this bachelor and says, what you did is not right. She looks at Roshiva, what, what did I do? He said, no mother wants to hear negative about their child. He says, what did I say? He said, you told her that your son, Aaron David, is always late. So the boy turns to Roshiva and says, he, he is always late. What did I say wrong? He says, no mother wants to hear negative about her son. So he said, I, I was only telling you to her that I wasn't nervous that something happened to him and that's why he's not here. So Shlomo Zalman said, it doesn't matter. Bilti noise. It's missing niceness. You shouldn't have done something like that. So the boy says, okay, what, what should I do? You have to apologize to her and say you didn't mean it. Okay, he's going to listen to his Rosh Shiva. The mother comes in a moment later and he says, okay, Aaron David said he's coming. He's just finishing something and he's coming right out. And the boy turns to the mother and says, I just want to apologize. When I said Aaron David's always late, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean to say that. I was just frustrated that he was, that I was waiting for him. And therefore I said it. He's not always late. He's a wonderful boy. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. And the mother smiled. And she went back into the kitchen. And then he looks at Shlomo Zalman. And Shlomo Zalman looks at him with his trademark beautiful smile, telling him that he did the right thing. Because that's our Avaidah. Our vote is to do things that are nice, and never to do things that are built in noise, things that are missing niceness. Because that's what brought Nayah from Ish Tzadik to Ish Adama. And therefore our task is to make sure that everything that we do, it's always nice, good, have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.